Welcome back to UView, the show dedicated to all things Arlington youth. I'm your host, Sam Derringer. Hello, and welcome back to A-Town Scoop, the segment where I chat about all things Arlington youth news. And today, I'm decided to go outside. I got a cheat sheet with me too, because there is a lot of news to cover this week. Without further ado, I'll get right into it. I don't know about you guys, but you remember the Lime Bikes craze in Arlington? Remember when those Lime Bikes were scattered all up and down Mass Ave, in tunnels, in ponds, on rocks? You, you get the point. Well, now that those are gone, there's actually a new bike craze coming to Arlington, and these are blue bikes. Yes, the town is looking to join other towns to establish shareable bike ports scattered throughout East Arlington and Arlington Center that are going to be used by the public in general. And currently, the Arlington government is looking for our input. Below, I've shared a link to a survey where you can input your favorite locations in Arlington where you want these shareable bike ports to be. Also, you can read more information about the project and everything in general about Blue Bikes. And once that's all set and done, Blue Bikes will be ready for action. And speaking of action, this next part of the segment involves me talking about an Arlington kid who's putting together a really cool project. And this Arlington kid is Sagar Rostogi. And what Sagar is doing is he's working with some friends from Burlington and they're putting together a campaign called Sponsor Basket. And what this campaign is, is it basically takes money that is donated and uses it to buy foods to bring to those who especially need it right now. And Sagar is ready to take this project from Burlington over to Arlington and is looking for our help. Below, I've attached another link, this time to a GoFundMe page where you can donate any sum of money to the cause to bring foods to people who really need it right now. Moving on. Yes, believe it or not, this is really why I need these cheat sheets this week. There is a lot of new information about school next year and updates about what everything is going to look like. In last week's school committee meeting, the administration devised a rough plan of framework in each of the three main scenarios of how school could play out. These being completely in person, completely online, or a hybrid of the two. The outline basically gives us a glimpse of, regardless of the situation, how different the structure of school is going to be next year. 80-minute classes, more semester splits, longer transition times, and a complete review community day on Wednesdays are just a small sample of the changes being proposed for the framework of daily school life next year. And yet, there is a third link attached below, and this is the complete plan that Dr. Janger attached to everyone. So go check it out for complete information on the latest updates from the school committee. And before we move on to the next segment, I want to take a moment to address the banner vandalism incident that took place in front of the high school last week. This incident's infuriating, disheartening, and saddening for everyone, especially all those who've been working tirelessly to promote inclusivity and diversity throughout Arlington. It's a testament of the work that's still to be done in the town and another call to remain together in overall solidarity. Working groups throughout Arlington will continue to address these disparities. And for student stories this week, I'm really happy to be inviting on just one of these many groups who have been working to educate and promote inclusivity throughout Arlington. Hello and welcome back to Student Stories, the segment that involves discussion with students and other community members about their work to make Arlington a more positive, welcoming, and all-inclusive place. Today, I'm joined with Louisa Baldwin of the Inclusion and Diversity Committee at Arlington High School, and we will be discussing a recent project that she has been collaborating on with other students about the spy ponder and concerning the conflict in town relating to the monotony hunter in the high school emblem. 
Hi, Louisa. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, so I'm just going to start off this interview today by kind of asking you uh, to state your opinions on the conflict that's going on in town right now. We have really two sides. We have the side that is for keeping the monotony hunter in the high school emblem. They, they believe that they're there's history and, and there, this is built in the town culture and the other side believes that it's not so culturally appropriate to have in the emblem. And I wanted to hear your opinions on the use of the Manami Hunter in the high school emblem. Sure, so um, I've grown up in Arlington and the Manami Hunter has been in use in the town seal and also in the high school the whole time I've been here. Um, I, see the validity in the argument um, about history and saying that um, it's an important part of the town. Um, however, I feel that there is a difference between um, using the image in the statue by Cyrus E. Dallin and using the image on sports uniforms and paperwork at the school. Um, there's a lot of history with the statue and with Dallin that um, holds merit and shows respect for the Native Americans and the indigenous peoples who were here before the white colonizers. Um, however, once you get into using it as a logo and a seal by a completely majority white community, um, it to me is no longer a symbol of respect and acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I also, so in responding to this, in, in stating your opinion, uh, you and some other students have come together as part of this committee to put together a, a virtual exhibit relating to what is a spy ponder, etc. And I just wanted you to provide a little background on this project and how you got the idea for this project and just, just some general information about what you've been up to. Sure. So um, I attended the rally that was organized by this, the group, the Black Alum in Arlington Center um, a couple, I guess, maybe a month ago now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they read a list of demands for the Arlington public school system. And the final demand was that the mascot be changed. Um, mm -hmm. And they did phrase it as mascot, which is a misconception as Arlington High School actually does not have a mascot. and the image of the Monotony Hunter is um, more accurately titled a logo or a seal. Um, mm -hmm. However, it is treated by the student body and, um, and viewed by the public as a mascot since there is no actual mascot. So I don't see a problem right. um, them thinking that in the beginning, but that's one of the questions that was addressed in a statement um, that was then put out by the high school principal, Dr. Janger. Um, when he asked people to refrain from using the image on any new projects or um, places until it can be decided whether or not the logo is officially retired. So um, when all of that was coming out and coming together, we were meeting to discuss um, sort of how the Inclusion and Diversity Committee could contribute to um, figuring out what to do with the logo. Um, and at the same time, the Smithsonian Museum of Natural History um, decided to remove a statue of Theodore Roosevelt that had sat outside mm -hmm. of the museum because they felt that the Native American and the free Black American that were part of the statue were, was culturally insensitive and it merited the statue being removed. However, 
two years prior to the decision to remove the statue, they had done an exhibit called Addressing the Statue, in which they contextualized and educated the public about the statue and its implications and sort of just um, everything it stands for and why what it stands for might be problematic. And so we were inspired by that process. However, we are hoping to expedite it uh, over a quicker timeline than two years. Mm -hmm. uh, to sort of address a lot of questions and misconceptions that have to do with the image of the monogamy hunter um, and the use of Native American imagery by white communities as a whole um, in the style of this exhibit. So yeah. Wow, yeah, definitely. Um, and, and obviously you can hear that this project, this exhibit requires a lot of research and this team that has been working to put it together so far has done a lot of research to put this together. Um, so in saying this, I was wondering also, this is the type of project that probably requires a lot of public opinion, especially Native American opinion, to weigh in and see on, to, to fact check and see how this project, oversee how this project is coming together. And I want to ask you, what is the process of, how have you been getting public opinion and input on this project from the Arlington community and the Native American community as a whole? Yeah, of course. Um, we believe that it is extremely important to incorporate um, Native um, opinions on matters like this, since we do not have an inside perspective um, in that way. Um, and so we are hoping to partner with the Arlington Human Rights Commission and to utilize their resources to the fullest to involve um, Native Americans and other different viewpoints. So we are looking into the idea of organizing a live panel of voices or, um, to voice their opinions regarding the logo and the statue mm -hmm. um, and to have that kickstart um, collecting viewpoints for the exhibit later on. Mm. Interesting, cool. So, and that, that's going to take place pretty soon um, in, a, in this, this summer still? Yeah, we're hoping that we can um, get that organized possibly before school is back in session. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so again, so you, you're getting public opinion, you're researching, you're culminating together this project. And once this exhibit, this online exhibit is complete, how do you plan to go about circulating this to the public and publicizing all this information that you put together? Yeah. So hopefully we can have some basic things like a link um, on the town website and a link on the school website so that people can easily find the, the public website that will be set up. Um, but then we also are looking into creating a QR code type thing so that where the mascot is present and where the Native American imagery is still present in the town and in the school, we can post that so that people, when they're seeing the image in real life, in its context, where it is still being used, they can immediately go to the resource if they have any questions. Excellent. Um, so, and I don't know if your team, if your, if the committee has projected this yet, but after you've completed this project, do you have any next steps in terms of addressing the Manami Hunter on the seal? Do you, it will really depend on how the public responds to this exhibit, or do you have an idea of what the committee is going to do going forward? Um, so obviously everything is dependent on how the previous steps go, but um, we are hoping that once this panel happens and once public opinion hopefully is shown in support of at least ending the logos association with Arlington High School, we can officially um, present the issue to the school committee who has the final say in officially retiring the logo. So despite the principals 
um, decision to request people refrain from using it for now. Um, it has not been officially retired or removed from its association with the school, and we are hoping that we can make that happen. Great, great. Um, th this is all really great work and really impressive to see the students putting together something like this. And on, on behalf of all the other students watching, this is really great to see. And um, Louisa, I thank you so much for coming on to the show today and um, have a great rest of your day. Keep up the great work. Hey guys, and welcome back to this week's creativity highlight. Okay, so this week's highlight is none other than Anna Edry, an AHS senior, and she has sent in some of her artwork for all of us to see. Her featured art is a piece called Portraiture and Applique, a cool circle skirt design. Let's see it, Anna. Some trouble finding the one for me. So I'm taking applications starting at six foot two or three. Hold me in your arms and maybe I'll feel average height. We can spend a day together. Maybe Welcome back to Pop List, the segment where I recite your favorites of a given pop culture topic and then throw them majestically into the air. Today, we're here at the Arlington Res. It's a scorching hot midsummer day, and we are going to recite your favorite summer songs. Here we go. Color Song by Maggie Rogers. Disco by Surf Curse. Bleak by Opeth. Someday by The Strokes. Feels Like Summer by Childish Gambino. Tongue Tied by Group Love. Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. Honey Body by Kishibashi. Break My Heart by Dua Lipa. Take It Easy, the Eagles version. Rain On Me by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. Surfing USA by the Beach Boys. And Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. And that's a wrap on UView episode two. Thank you so much to all of you that are tuning in right now. The positive feedback that we've been getting since episode one has been amazing. Please continue to send in your comments, questions, suggestions, and tell us what you wanna see next on the show. It's also worth noting that we're looking to expand our team. If you are interested in producing, writing, filming, or helping out in any sort of way on the show, please reach out to us. We'd love to see this grow with your help. For now, Thank you so much again for watching, and on behalf of all of us, we'll see you next time.